And so this is the Palm Sunday story that we know so well. The story of Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. And there he is with his disciples just north of Jerusalem. And he's gathering there on the Mount of Olives overlooking the city. And he sends them in to go and find the donkey and the colt. And so the disciples go and get the donkey and bring him back. And then he rides on the donkey into Jerusalem. And the crowds are gathering at the side saying, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And so they're waving their palm branches and laying them at, at his feet so that he has a gentle journey into the city of Jerusalem. Now, the people are gathered there thinking that Jesus is going to get into Jerusalem and change everything. Now, Jesus did change everything, but not then, and not the way they wanted or expected. And so they thought Jesus was going to ride in as that political leader who would overthrow the government and make things equitable for all people. Now, Jesus is one who preached about love and caring and sharing and having enough and feeding the 5,000 from five loaves and two fish. So Jesus is going in and they said, Jesus is going to change everything. He is going to be our new king and all things will be set right. We do the same sort of thing every election cycle. We try to find some candidate or, or number of candidates that we think somehow are going to change things so that all things are equitable and all things are made right. And of course, we all have our own lenses and our own way to look at it, so what is equitable and right might be different for different people. But the people who are gathered there along the side of the roadway, they were saying, yes, Jesus is going to change it all. Because these people are, are suffering. Now, the Roman Empire is happy to leave the satraps and perfects and governors on their own to do and govern as they will amongst the people that are in their place in this largely expanding Roman Empire as long as enough tax revenue is being sent back to Rome. Because Rome can't continue its great expansion if it doesn't have enough funding. Now they say that all roads lead to Rome for a reason. It takes a lot to maintain those roads, and I think Rome cares more about all roads lead out of Rome so that they can get out into their empire and then all that all the wealth that they need to continue their empire comes back to Rome. And so the Roman expansion is really putting a financial crunch on these people. So they're paying the money that goes off to the Roman army, 
and then they're paying the money to the local government, and then they're paying money to the temple, the temple dues, and they're doing all of this, and the people feel like they are just being pressed from every side. And now when Jesus is going in, he's not riding on a big white steed like the Roman army does when they come into town. No, he is riding on a humble donkey. And, he's, and they believe that he's going to go in and turn the whole system upside down so that the humble might also have enough. And so they are so excited as they're crying, the one who saves, Hosanna. Hosanna in the highest, blessed is you who comes in the name of our God. Hosanna in the highest. And the part of this telling of the story that's always made me wonder a bit, and I never thought about it too much until this year, that Jesus just tells them to go in and just take that donkey and that colt. And if anybody asks, just say, well, the Lord needs them. It's that simple. Just the Lord needs them, and they take the donkey and the colt, and they're not arrested for stealing, and nobody tries to stop them, and there's no yelling and screaming. And I'm sorry, but that's not the way things work in the world that I know. But Jesus said, just go and say, the Lord needs them. And so they bring the donkey and the colt back. Well, in this time when we're having a shortage of everything, I feel like we're being told the Lord needs them. The respirators that are in such short supply, the Lord needs so that God's people can be made whole and healthy. The N95 masks, our shipment that came in through the port of New York and was confiscated, by whom, I'm not sure, the federal government, the state of New York, somebody, but Massachusetts did not get our N95 respirators because somebody was saying their Lord needed them, and their Lord got them before we did. And so at this time, then we send the Patriots' private jet to China to pick up a load of respirators um, or N yeah, and then bring them back, uh, N95 masks, and bring that load back from China directly into Boston so that they were not taken by somebody else. They weren't confiscated for some other need. But this is a time more than anything that we're hearing the Lord needs them. And when we start seeing the Christ in each other, when we start seeing the holiness in each other, when we see that spark of divinity in each other, then we realize when somebody says, I need, truly the Lord does need them. Now this is a time for really thinking about what our real needs are. It is not a time for retail therapy. 
I know there are some people, and you know, you see it go by on the internet. Well, I have all this time on my hands, so people are busy shopping for all these things that they would love to have on Amazon, which means the workers in the warehouse have to pick them, and then they need to be delivered, and we have more and more people being put in harm's way. It also means that we would be spending resources, financial resources, on things that aren't a necessity when we know we're at a time where we have neighbors whose necessities might not be fulfilled. And so when we hear the Lord needs them, we need to think about what people's true needs are, making sure that people are fed, making sure that those who really need toilet paper get toilet paper. And when we all come out of this, it's going to be the only thing we remember is the shortage of toilet paper. <laughs> it is the, the sense of all the shortage wrapped up in that. But there's truth in the fact that we need to make sure that the PPE, the personal protection equipment that all of our healthcare workers need, that they have those. We need to make sure that no matter what we're doing, we take care of the needs of others. And so maybe it doesn't seem so surprising that Jesus just says, tell them the Lord needs them. Perhaps on this Palm Sunday, as Jesus makes a triumphal entry into our hearts, perhaps this year, we will actually hear that the Lord needs them. And our hearts will be opened and we will be able to share and we will be able to give to each other that what, which, what they need. We'll be able to reach out and pool our resources so that all people can be made whole. And so let us listen where the Lord needs them. Whether the Lord needs us to reach out with a phone call so people don't feel isolated. Whether the Lord needs us to gather together as the people of God from afar, reminding people that hope still abounds. We have no shortage of hope. We have no shortage of faith that we can live through this time because love can conquer everything. And because we're able to share that together, God's grace and mercy will be sufficient for even a time like this. And so, yes, the Lord needs you. The Lord needs your heart. The Lord needs your love so that that might be abundant in our world. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.